Welcome to another episode of It Only Takes a Spark. Today is May 19th, and today I selected two brief scripture passages. The first comes from John chapter 10, verses 28 to 29. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I was so moved by today's events. You know, every day we have opportunities in our lifetime, situations that pop us in our life where we can choose to see God's grace or we can choose to hide from his face. Oh, that kind of rhymes. All right. So we can. We were, I think that we have those daily choices where sometimes we're at the crossroads. Yes, some people have them more than others. And I, I can say that I was there today and, um, but I wasn't, I would not fully at a crossword because I have a certain way of dealing with things right now. Um, and I know that when things seem to be going awry, sometimes it feels like there are so many, you're juggling so many things, right? Sometimes, um, you know, we get shocked. We, sh- we get shocked when gravity happens. You throw something up and we're shocked when it's on the ground. We're like, what? What happened? How did it fall? I can't believe it hit the ground. Well, gravity happens. So there's so many things that are, 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 that's demanded of us. Women, you know what I'm talking about. Men, you can relate to this too. We're being pulled in so many different directions. And we're trying to get everything done. And while we're trying to get the things done that we need to get done, life happens in the mix, you know, challenges, um, disturbances. Um, and we, we get an opportunity to decide whether we want to be negative, you know, and just hide from God's face or where we can, where we really want to acknowledge his face. And today I decided to acknowledge God's face. And and by acknowledging his face, I was blessed by a special gift about one hour ago. And I'll tell you about that gift right after I, I after you read the beginning of the story. So I was doing a lot of things today, trying to slay a lot of dragons, having to get a lot of things done and realizing that I don't have enough time, trying to figure out what's going on with my health, um, you know, after I was literally discharged from the hospital today, um, and still trying to to get a lot of things done. Uh, So I decided to, um, you know, we have... To get some things done, let me make it easier on my husband, and let me just call for a lift to bring myself um, to bring me home. You know, I'm you know, I'm standing in God's grace, right? I can do that. 
uh, and of course also I needed to have the refrigerator repaired and I the appointment was set and I will not I did not want my husband to miss that appointment because um, the fridge has been giving us a lot a lot of problems so as I'm during I'm you know I'm trying to get all these last minute changes done I'm trying to get in the list of med- uh, changes to my medication the things that you know appointments that I new doctor's appointments that I have and I'm taking everything by stride I'm trying to make plans for my mom to go to Fort Lauderdale and just trying to get all the things done that I need to get done on my um, um, when the lift ride came my husband buzzed me and he said guess what the car would not start there's something wrong with the car and it has to be towed to the mechanic and I was like, seriously, you know, you know, if you, well, if you're, if, uh, and I have family members listening to this, they know that my husband was in an accident and, and, and he, um, you know, our van was totaled. He was, thank God he was okay, but our van got totaled. So it was, what, what do you mean there's something wrong with the, the Honda? No, this is not happening. Absolutely not. So one can start to, uh, I started to sit down at that point and realize that um, I had an opportunity to to uh, see God's face, you know, or run or run from His face, or just kind of stand in His grace, right? So I decided to just stand in His grace, and I said, "No, no, I'm just going to come home." And as I'm pulling up in the car, coming into the house, there is the um, the tow truck taking my uh, our Honda Pilot with it um, away. And I said, Lord, you are worthy to be praised. There are so many things that I am grateful for. I started off this week having difficulty being able to speak. And I am so thankful to you for blessing me with all of the health care, all of the miracles that you're doing to my body every day all the blessings in my life and my children's life and my family life I am so grateful to you and I'm just praising him and praising him and thanking him and so when you know when I came home we were uh, talking to my husband and then shortly um, afterwards the uh, refrigerator repairman came and you know I was tired like I said first day out of the hospital I just wanted to just look at my plants. So I went to the tower garden and realized it was a mess. Started to clean it up and just keep my head, just focus on plants. And as I, as the repairman started to finish, you know I am a social butterfly. So I started to talk to him and I mentioned, I said, gosh, as you're fixing this, I said, oh, heavens, I started talking about Oh, you know, my, I, you know, I wish my son knew how to um, to repair refrigerators. Biagio knows how to repair washing machines, but he doesn't know how to work on refrigerators. He said, "Oh, he does," and I said, "You know me. I'm always trying to work my angle. It's called networking. Trying to get him a job. You know, internship. You know it." So I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he knows." And the man looked like impressed. I said, "Yes, yes, we um." I said, yeah. He said, well, you know, yeah, I started to put in a few little good words for about my son. He's, he's the dedicated and honest, and he knows how to fix all um, washing machines. 
And he said, well, well, uh, so uh, maybe he needs to give me a call. And as I started to talk to him, he said, well, no, we we, um, we hired people. And, and then I said, you know, I was telling my husband, you know, Biagio just turned 20. He's like, what is he going to do with his life? I'm like, well, at 20 years, a boy at 20 years old has no idea what to do with his life. A girl, that's another story. But a boy, no. So we're talking, and as we're starting to share, I said, you know, the Lord has been good to me, you know. I am blessed today that I just got out of the hospital and all these different things I need to get done. And I started to minister. I tried to evangelize. I'm always cooking. I'm always fishing. I'm always looking for souls for Christ. So that's when I'm starting to share the story of how the Lord has touched me and how he's blessed me. Andrew, Andrew started to share his story. He said, you know what, in our company, we hire a lot of believers, too. You know, we're people of faith. And I said, oh, he just said the F word. Lord have mercy. He just said the F word. Faith, faith. We are faith believers. I'm like, heck, I don't think you can find a room without a crucifix. We have faith written all over us. You know, we believe in it. I'm like, we believe, we believe, we believe. And he started to say, you know, the Lord has touched me. He said, let me tell you my story. And Andrew started to tell me his story about at at the young age of 24. He had everything together, his whole life planned, you know, beautiful dreams, um, career in mechanical engineering, and was thinking of going in the, um, the, um, you know, and I think the uh, flying um, planes, everything was all perfect until, until he became sick, until he became sick. And he started to tell me how, when he became sick, how God intervened, how God tapped his, you know, touched his wife to wake her up and say, get up and pray for your husband. Get up and pray for your husband. And how she just got up and she's like, well, we just prayed an hour ago. And she said, pray again. And then she was an obedient person. She got up and she prayed for her husband. And then that second time that she prayed for her husband, she was able to see, to catch him right in the middle of a seizure. So fast forward, you know, months of recognizing that, um, diagnosing um, of care, he had to get his kidney, he, you know, he was doing dialysis. Can you imagine a 24 year old doing dialysis? His whole life ahead of him, he had it all planned, you know? Young, energetic, smart, everything is going for him. And to see his body, you know, they had to put him in a medically induced coma just to keep his body from just, 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 just giving up. And then he shared with me, he said, in the pits of the belly of the beast, my people, in the middle of the belly of the beast, he was suffering so much with his treatment. Because he has his kidney, I mean, he, he needed a kidney transplant. He was suffering so much. And he said, God, I can't do this. You're going to have to either cure me or you're going to have to come and get me. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I have no energy left. And it was at that very moment, that very moment, that, that come to Jesus prayer that he had, where he just said, I'm done. You got to do it. And you got to do it now because I'm done. Take me or cure me. The next morning, he got a call that there was a kidney available to him. 
As if that wasn't even as miraculous enough, the woman who donated the kidney lived in a, in, not in our area. She was in, a, in, a, in another area of Virginia and the Lord spoke to her and said, as she was driving, and said, pull off this, uh, this interstate. You're going to donate a kidney today there. And she literally just walked into the hospital. I am not making this up. And she said, I'm here to donate a kidney. First person in line, couldn't get the kid, wasn't a, a good candidate because he had severe, severe uh, cardiac issues. The second person had some severe issues and then the, he was number three on the list. They said a young, white, male, prime of his life with this kidney, he has a chance of a brand new life. And they looked at her and was like, what? I mean, it was, so that was his story. Do you see the hallelujah story? Do you see the resurrection story? Do you see that if if I didn't, if I wasn't living in praise and thanksgiving, even though I do not have a car, <laughs> even though things are not always the way they seem, even though you have frustrations, even though if you have new drop disappointments and all the other stuff I could have gotten so overwhelmed by everything and say you know what today is just a day where I just want to go get from the hospital go into my bed curl up get some chocolate chocolate uh, and some Cheetos and, and, and uh, cashews and just wallow 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 no no I am not doing that so instead Instead, I turned that uh, that uh, negative energy, and I started to say, "Get behind me, Satan! I know exactly what you're trying to do." As I shared with Andrew, I said, "God has when we when we're so when we're in, we're in the pits of pain, it prevents us from seeing His promise. When we're in the, when we're surrounded by chaos, it's easy." To keep our eye, to, to move our eyes off of Christ. But as Christians, our biggest challenge is to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. When things are going good, when they're just okay, when they're horrible. That's our that's our quest. And even when we're doing that, we have to also look for little, little sparks. That's what this whole podcast is about. Where we can share Christ's love. Where we can minister. We can minister and be ministered. Ministered. Minister. I can't even say it. Um, you know, I'm having some speech issues. So we can get. Min- uh, the, 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 so the refrigerator. The electric. The refrigerator repair person ministered to me and Blaze. We ministered to him. And out of this, I mean, the man didn't even want to charge us. He said, I can't take your money. That was an extra little blessing, right? Mm hmm. Can I have an amen? Can I have a hallelujah? Mm hmm. He said, I'm only going to charge you for the parts. You know, I, I can't take your money. He said, No. And not only, not only that, he's hooking my son up, son up with an internship. Possibly a job. Who knows? Biagio might find his spark. 
And this is a believer. This is a man. And, you know, he had to rush. What was he rushing to do? He was going to his church to uh, teach, um, to have, teach piano lessons. I said, this is beautiful. So right when we're trying to figure out, you know, how, how do we motivate and encourage our son and, and everything? And, you know, where is we, is he going to find his spark? And, and, you know, what's happening with the car? What's happening with my health? And what's happening with the world? No. If I got so worked up over that with my mother, my family, if I got so worked up over that or so absorbed into my life, I would forget to minister about how awesome Christ is. That is our hallelujah story. That is our resurrection. Psalm 29 says, The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. I think that God wants us to be peaceful. He wants us to be at peace. We may not always be having a thrill ride of emotions when it comes to, aha, I'm excited about things. This is where things need to be. No, things are going to happen. Well, we can't be shocked about gravity. Things will happen in our lives. You know when they stop happening to you? When you're dead. So no, I'm not shocked about my car. No, not shocked. Not shocked at all. Have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. It's only, what, Wednesday? Who knows what's going to happen? But I don't care. My eyes will keep, will keep completely fixed on Christ. And it is my prayer that your eyes will be fixed on Christ. So we can run from God's face when we get so overwhelmed. Or we can, we can stand in awe of his grace. And that's what I'm choosing to do. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your love. We thank you for your son. We thank you for all the blessings that you have sent our way. Lord, I thank you for Andrew, who has ministered to our family today through his life, his personal witness. And we needed to hear that. My husband and I needed to hear that. We needed to feel it. The world needed to hear that story, this hallelujah story. Thank you for the, the ability to express myself verbally today. God knows it's been a challenge. Thank you for all of the blessings that you've given to our family. Thank you for the continuous healing that you are bestowing on my body, my, my sibling's body, my mother's body. Thank you for everything that you do. And Father, help us to be like you in everything that we say and in everything that we do. Brothers and sisters, please subscribe and share this spark. God bless. Thank you.